<laughs> we are back, baby. We are back, and we are recording this a few moments after the Lions take oh. a victory on the road. Oh, let's go against the defending Super Bowl champions in their house on their banner night. Unreal. They win twenty-one to twenty. Wow. Uh, <laughs> We got two of us here tonight, uh, part of the Blue Kool-Aid crew, so I'm Big Z. Then we got Rud Dog. Yo! <laughs> Rud Dog. Man. I mean, oh, I'm still trying to breathe from I my know. anxiety and all the excitement <laughs> of this game. Uh, it's nice to have football back, and man, in oh, just man. the best way possible. Best. It was not a it was not a clean game by any no. stretch of the imagination, Rud Dog, was it? <laughs> I don't think clean is the right word. Yeah, no, not by even a stretch. No, that was This is week one of the foot. NFL. Very <laughs> sloppy. Um, this is what you see in week one, though. It's just if you can escape with a win, it's massive. Yes. Because obviously, like the Lions last year got off a really slow start and it bit them in the end uh, when they got hot because they missed out in the playoffs by one game. So getting these right. wins at the beginning of the year is huge for down the road uh, because there's a lot of sloppy football. I mean, the, like, the Lions didn't play any preseason game. The another starters played any right. preseason snaps. Um, and you could tell. <laughs> other than that first run, uh, it took them. And a this bit. is a hostile, hostile environment. You can see that at times as we were just talking about a red dog, like yes. you know, some of the sna- just the the way the snaps operate and things of that nature on the road. And this this is probably the loudest stadium in the NFL, if not like top three. Those uh, D, I got to give a shout out because at the end there, I could hear Lions fans. Oh yeah, real freaking loud. That was there was awesome. a great there was a great Lions contingency in this crowd tonight. You so could, awesome! It, unless the blue just stuck out a lot amongst the sea of red, but uh, I thought there was like a good I don't know ten percent of the crowd there Lions fans, which I is mean, really good in a, an environment like the Chiefs, which is like a super yeah. rabid fan base. Everything, everyone accounting it was like uh, like all the people there, the announcers and stuff were saying like this is mm-hmm. a norm bigger than normal travel out for the opening week. Usually, it's a lot more sea of red and. Like, but Collinsworth said it, fans knew. And Collinsworth even said at the end, good, uh, you're good luck in a ticket in Detroit this season. Uh, your best chance might be to go on the road and watch them play. Yeah. Gone are the days of, you know, we brought an extra buddy with us to the game for the weekend. We'll just grab one from a scalper on the way in for <laughs> dirt cheap, right? <laughs> That's Man. been a while, but. <laughs> Rudd Dog. I think we should start with the rookies. And how they played in this game. Great place. I kind of want to. I kind of want to talk about them all, really, because oh, <laughs> they all contributed in just fantastic ways. But I, let, let's start with the defense side because the defense mm-hmm. really won us this game. Rudd Dog. Yes. Um, the offense was not sharp by any stretch of the imagination. Um, they a lot were of there when you them, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they still had their ups and downs, but um, I want to start off with uh, well. I mean the the I th- the play that we we highlighted the most is Jack Campbell deflection. Uh, oh my I, gosh! Dirty. What that is what we got him for those type of instincts. That's what's been missing. You saw, that, I mean instincts and like who else is reaching out and covering that distance? Yeah, when they're not. But, I mean, that's just, but that's instincts and agility. Oh, just the awareness ridiculous. of knowing where the man is uh, and did you see reacting it? to the pass and deflecting yes. it? And then next play, pick six, all because he stopped that play. True. That, that, Did you the see pick him six get doesn't up, happen though? without Campbell? Did you see him? Uh, he was pissed. He actually wanted to pick that. <laughs> he got both <laughs> hands on it too. <laughs> that would have been ridiculous. I mean, that would have been uh, an ungodly interception. But, I think uh, he had one like that in college, though, almost like text, like identical, where he actually did haul it in. It was a little less last second. I guess that's the pro difference, right? But uh, yeah, was it the next play? The pick six. Next play. Literally the next play. Wow. So huge. So freaking huge, and that, and yeah. so that that also shows like so. I mean, next play, Brian Branch, our rookie. No, Z. The next play was the uh, was the. I thought that was the uh, Barnes tackle for a loss in the on the sweep. Maybe it was. Let me look. Because that was early in the game, up. the pick six. But anyways, regardless, but Jack yeah, Campbell sorry, flashing right now. Sweet. Jack Campbell flashing right now. What? You know, people are like, "Oh, you don't draft a, a, a first round linebacker." Blah blah blah. Oh, yeah. just, uh, <laughs> I'll say, I mean, tell that to the go. Chiefs that Bolton dude fucking tore us a new asshole a few times. I mean, <laughs> excuse my language, but yeah, he did. Uh, okay, you're right. You're right. Uh, except, 
Okay, so what, Patrick Mahomes incomplete to deep middle. Then it was Clyde Edwards Hilaire, uh Brian Branch with a tackle uh, on that play for four yard run, and then the third and six interception for a touchdown. Oh, so. okay. All right, um, sweet. Yeah, that. But like, wow, just like that already. Like, what linebacker have we had in the last? I mean, Levy, I guess that could even make a play even close to something like that. Like, <laughs> uh, right, right. Gosh, so good. I mean, you saw Nelson ever- Rodriguez early in the game not be able to cover the running back, uh, and I, I think that there's a slight difference. Just, I mean, it was he just didn't have the size like Campbell has too. True um, to the defend. Though I will in, say. In space. Malcolm was in perfect. If that guy had caught that Mahomes pass, as uh, what was it when uh, Houston was around his legs? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rodrigo was in perfect position to lay that dude out, even if he caught it. So like, Rodrigo was around. Yeah, he struggled, but like, our secondary struggled a little bit with coverage a few times. Oh. Maybe. The Real bad on that one for terrible the- third and twenty. That's why I was yeah. worried at the end of this game. Third and fourth and twenty. I'm like, uh oh, we know the lines of the past. We know right. somehow somebody's going to get wide open down the middle or on the, just this Look, is going to be completed. We rather feel like last, fourth and five. <laughs> last decade, any defense we feel that the Mahomes magic would have taken over and we would have lost that game. <laughs> like, right. Uh, but yeah, I Jack mean, Campbell stud. Yeah, Brian Branch, pretty solid, I would say. Uh, found solid. his way around the ball. Uh, and then, obviously, the, the ability to catch the ball and return for a touchdown is always important. It kind of sat you saw... in his lap a little bit, but he still like, corralled it in with one hand. I mean, It was a heads-up play. It was just a heads-up play. It wasn't like he made a huge thing happen, but he was in the right place. And, yeah, no, like Collinsworth said in, during the broadcast, like, how many times do you see cornerbacks put that ball on the ground? Like, Right, like that misdirection, like the, he he so naturally was just like, boop. I mean, we saw baby. we saw with C.J. Gardner Johnson earlier in the game drop an interception too. He like got his hands on multiple. He is gonna oh. be around. He was around the ball so much. He oh was my god, that so pass much. deflection where uh-huh. he punched the ball out, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Uh, he made some great tackles on the around the edge, get shooting into the backfield. This is why we were so excited about him. <laughs> he almost sealed the game himself with a pick. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was the one I was but talking like, about. I don't know if he. I feel like he maybe had a couple more opportunities in that game where he was close. But uh, yeah, oh my gosh, just the way the guys are on the ball. Uh, yeah, if if it wasn't for like some boneheaded errors, like we we, I don't think the Chiefs even score in that game. Honestly, like the yeah. go- the the Gibbs fumble was a rough but that was more a good play than on gibbs because he had the ball tight it just the dude hit him right in the right spot and just popped it out you mean marvin jones gibbs marvin jones fumbled the ball oh that wasn't gibbs no it was marvin jones marvin oh, jones that's why they were that's why they were crapping on him so hard later in the game after marvin jones the- not a good game we'll get to, we'll get to that side of the ball he had that. one good catch Early, I, I feel like also where he came, that drop. one where he bailed Goff out, where Goff like threw it out to the left flat, and he came back to it. Oh, I mean, it did uh, set up the fourth and two for the fake punt. We'll get to that. In a moment. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. he had one good catch, but no, not a great. Well, the fumble really just taints any performance. I yeah, thought but he also had a drop on a yes. possession too, an easy <laughs> drop. He just looked I, old in my. Opinion. I just didn't realize that was his fumble because I was like, they were crapping on him so hard. Not a good game. I was like, what? What did he do so bad? Uh, I, I thought that was Gibbs, yeah. and I feel better that it wasn't Gibbs. Uh, that makes his performance even better. Oh, God, he was. Can we? Should we just move to him now? Or yeah, Gibbs. Uh, Let's talk about Gibbs. Uh, he showed. He definitely showed flashes of what he can be in this offense. Uh, and not as much in the receiving game as probably we anticipated. Did we even throw him? Did he we, catch one? He had two catches for 18 yards. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I just don't remember. They were pretty early, I guess, because he had two. Wasn't a whole lot there. But, yeah. I mean, well, to be fair, Goff was struggling to get – like, the O-line was not perfect this game. They gave up a consistent amount of pr- pressure, I felt like. No, we can was, let's talk about that because that was. I mean, yeah, it was they an had a pretty good game overall, time. but like, yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't overly impressed. Like Ragnow got straight owned for a sack. Um, like that was just bad by an undersized this, tackle. Like, yeah, and this was without Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey uh, in this game. 
Uh, I mean, the Chiefs missing two of their top guys. True, uh, especially Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones makes a difference in this game. <laughs> the Lions are lucky not to have him in this game to a degree. And I think both, but of those you know, guys it, make a that's difference. Not on the Lions. No, and like, and, and I still think, but like, it could be a difference in the same way where like. You know, you're so hyped to play them, and now you're taking their best shot. Like, there's no question. Sometimes that makes you just play better. Like, so that the guy, like, sometimes it's the same way. Like, I think the Chiefs stepped up because of those guys' absence. Like, when when you have to make up for absence of superstars like that, you often find that you might get a better performance than you expect from guys behind them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know. The best performance I ever played in my life, in my career, was against the 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 big bad good dude. And the next week, I struggled against a guy I'd never heard of. Like, you know, it's like sometimes you're just you're you're jacked for that big timer, and then you don't get him, and then the next guy up kind of surprises you a little bit. And I can see a little bit of that maybe happening. They were very oppressive though. The defense, I think the Chiefs' defense this year just looks like it's going to be pretty solid. Like Trent McDuffie was a pain in our ass. Uh, that Nick Bolton was impressive. Like that was just an impressive defense. They were very swarmy, fast, tight coverage. But yeah. you know, I they 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 battled in. The, I, I honestly, I felt like both sides of our trenches got a little bit owned in the first half. Yeah, um, I, I would argue somewhat in the second half too, to a degree, a little less in the second half. Um, Not the but, defensive side on the second half. I don't feel like. Yeah, uh, we can talk about some of those guys. But yeah, uh, well, but. Should we finish off the Gibbs and the rookies? Yeah, I mean Gibbs, uh, as advertised, as advertised, and and not even close to his ceiling. (laughs) I didn't see the unexpected way we were going to use him that uh, Ben Johnson alluded to because it didn't feel like we had some revolutionary way to implement him. No, and also maybe a. You know, not not Ben Johnson's best game as an offensive play caller either, especially yeah, on some couple, of the short distance. Uh, short yeah, that last short distance that uh, we failed on. Bef- yeah, where we threw it, and I yeah. was like, we probably should just ran it again. It was fourth and two, I thought. It was fourth and two. Fourth and two, sorry, yes. Yeah, turnover on downs. I thought that was just the way the pass game was going and the way they – didn't have anyone out there to block the run like david montgomery would have got those two yards and i made that i made this observation you know jared goff he just i want him just a little more instinct right there like he should see that guy kind of jumping up in his path if he just pump fakes moves a little bit to the right he creates a passing lane but he just kind of fires it off right away i I just wish he had a little more instinct there uh, because there was plenty of room to his right to give himself more time to throw i think that's just the slight difference i mean there's many different but like Patrick yeah, Mahomes, he, he probably pump fakes and moves and creates a passing lane there. I, I'm just, try, you know, what, what maybe separates Jared Goff from like the elite of the elite. Uh, I just kind of noticed that right there because the yeah, was, a little was bit of standing at his face and just he was getting up. a lot of balls batted down today. Yeah, um, more than usual, especially that's for not guys just on him, hyped. but I think that's partly was their strategy. They knew they would probably lose a lot of pass rushes against their O line, so just be ready to bat balls down. He's not going to be running out of the pocket as much, type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did. You saw Goff anticipated a little bit later, like that one. It was an incomplete pass, but oh, 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 it wasn't later. It was earlier actually, where it was out to the flat. It was an incomplete pass out to the flat to St. Brown. He was covered like a mm-hmm. blanket, and but like he waited that beat for the dude to jump and then threw around him. Like, I don't right. know if you noticed that one. But, like, he showed yeah. some instincts. But, yeah, it wasn't the sharpest game for Goff or anyone on the offense. Well, the running backs did good. I will say, I mean, Josh Reynolds had a beastly game. Uh, and he continues to be a s- extremely underrated, underappreciated wide receiver in yep. at least to the public eye. I think a oh, lot I of coaches agree. like him. But, man, him and Goff are just, like, simpatico, especially late in the game there, that big uh, – the big pass at the end of the game He's to get him into the red zone. Uh, just that he caught it, huge. came right back to the ball, and then the then just that had the ability to yeah make a nice move outside Slick. and avoid the tackle. I mean, he's a he's a big, fast, athletic receiver. Like I, I feel like you're right. He's totally underestimated because people constantly knock our receiving core like we're missing pieces or something. Like we're like, but like they well, just don't count that guy. I feel like he like they're always. It's always like oh well, we have like st brown and then like jameson will be coming back and then it's like oh and like there's leaf and and reynolds and it's just like like do you understand how reliable those get and effective like reynolds was for us mm-hmm. has been since we've got him 
<laughs> like that's yeah, just silly. Same thing with Leaf, though. I was surprised they didn't utilize him in the offense today. Leaf? I didn't notice him much. Oh, Khalif Raymond. Yeah, I think he had like one play. Do people maybe call him on Leaf? Offense. Yeah, that's in the they do. Oh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, I mean, he, he had, had a nice one. punt he return, though. Yeah, and he had one nice catch. So. Oh yeah, one play on offense. That's. Yeah, I told you yeah, reception. I thought he might get used a little more, but so Laporta though, he did get used. Yeah, sorry, those are last rookie that we wanted to cover, Sam Laporta, uh, as advertised as well. Rudd Dog, yeah, five catches, thirty nine yards. Also Some slippery moves. Yeah, and also probably didn't even reach his ceiling by any means. No, not even close. The one play, like that, was honestly what ah, I got this tackled game f- in the open field. This one game felt like. Uh, felt just like that like kicking the tires on like a new car and just starting to like get used to what you have here like it like it didn't feel like they were using their full implement yet to its potential uh uh-huh. especially like him and gibbs like i feel like gibbs was a little underutilized honestly <laughs> like but they were expected i mean i'm sure he'll get used more as they go but like uh that no the one the the slant route where he picked up that big first down that's like he just shook a cornerback on the perimeter like a receiver and right ran a, like a super crisp route and like that that looked Ugh. like travis kelsey like is what it honestly kind of looked like not the savvy he's at now and stuff but just the physical the physical gifts uh and stuff like he's not the savvy yet but the, the gifts are there man this kid could be something special though actually he brings to mind another tight end who had a really good game brock wright he showed up for a few really big plays for like eight plus yards. Yeah, and I mean Brock, that's what he's been too. Just a, like a nice, solid tight end too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know he's he's got pretty reliable hands uh, and a and a just a like a mediocre block, maybe mediocre to slightly above average blocker on the edge. Uh, yeah, I mean it's really nice depth there, and we didn't, we didn't even see James Mitchell in this game. No, um, so. Yeah, I mean they they the tight end group is really solid right now. I'm, I'm a big fan of where they're at, and I'm very, especially after the contract that the lot that we just saw the Vikings give out the Hawkinson. I'd rather have mm. this group of three than Hawk and two, you know, shitty tight ends. <laughs> uh one million percent. Like we dodged a bullet. Like Bad Holmes saw the future and knew we had to ditch that guy before we're bent over a barrel or you know get nothing for him. And like, and we got something for him. So we got something for him. Turned it into a player that may be even better, and he's younger and on a super cheap contract. To me, that's like, yes, sir, in all around baby. And I, I really do think Laporta will be a better player than Hawk, though. Hawk is a very good player. Right. Yeah, but I mean, Bob's out on here to defend Hawk. He's a big Hawk defender. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I know. Well, Rud Dog too. I had to ask you. Actually, this came to mind. I know that the Chiefs didn't have Kelsey and Tris Jones. Does this win feel less to you because those two players weren't playing? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> That's not what uh, I said before, though. <laughs> no, I just always want the team's best shot. That's all. Well, <laughs> anyways, I just had to ask it. Well, it did feel like going into the game, like a, a little bit more like if we don't win this. Yeah, like, people are gonna like, oh, you even, lost, and you can't even. Yeah, we with. can't even <laughs> beat the Chiefs when they're missing two of their top players. Like, right? I mean, you know what I mean. Like, it felt like it added a little more weight to us needing to pull this one out, but uh, and Definitely. we did. I don't want to dismiss the fact that a few plays the Chiefs didn't make helped the Lions. There's some luck involved with this, like uh, Kadarius Tony. Just I, <laughs> I just saw a meme on Twitter. Uh, uh. Who's the character in Happy Gilmore? The the golf the coach uh, with the wooden Chubbs. hand, Chubbs. Yeah, <laughs> look at it. It's a picture of Kadarius Tony Sands and Chubb Peterson's that wooden hand that he had. Kadarius <laughs> Adams did have a beard. Yeah, I mean, just uh, there were some gift drops by him, especially late right there. Like that, uh, that, that could have put him in field goal range. Was uh, kind of bad. It was very bad. It was. It was a, a little behind. Throw. It was, it, was, a it was a tough catch, but he should have caught it. If you're yeah, if you're enough a wide receiver, you you catch. Well, you're supposed he to catch positioned that. his hands wrong. He kind of like tried to catch it like a bread basket, but it was behind him. He needed right. to, like, to shift his hands, and he didn't. Hey, you know that's uh, that's on them. And you know, like 
I don't feel bad about any of their gaffes because our gaffes no. were just as costly, yeah, if ones. not more so. Like, well, I guess not more so because we won, but like, like, like I said, they're they got on the board largely in part because of our major gaffes. Like Kirby Joseph, just I don't know what the hell happened to him on that one where it was like third and twenty and bad. Just, like it was just he. I don't know. It like, went over the then, middle. <laughs> wait, what? Like right where you're supposed to be. It it went like you should have picked it. If anything, instead he let it. Just yeah, he should have been on that guy. I, he totally bit on an in route. I guess I don't mm-hmm. know what the hell he was thinking, but you know, like that kind of stuff. There was definitely like the Kirby or not Kirby, the same kind of gaff with uh, Jacobs down near the red zone um, to get him to the five. Like he kind of went with the wrong guy or something, and right. they just tossed it out. And like, well, there was just things that we're gonna learn and grow from, but like. Unlike previous years, like this was the best Lions football game I think I've seen maybe in my lifetime. And it was not because they played the best football I've seen. It wasn't because they have like or did the best things. Like there weren't the best plays I've ever seen. It wasn't like the greatest football. But I watched a team that was good enough to overcome errors beat a really good team. Like to me that is like where not we've seen that in our lives? Like, and it's a coach. It's a coach's dream, right? You win the game, and you have a million coaching points after the game like to improve. This, th- yeah, like this feels so much better than like indifferent than all those comeback wins of the Stafford era and stuff, where it's like we're hanging on by the skin of our teeth in all these games because like we just because if we if, but if we don't have like that comeback, we're just hopeless. Like, like it was like more like miracle ball. This felt much more substantial and like yeah, that's a good point. Sustainable, good like. Something like this felt like a great launching pad to start the season of a very talented team who's only going to get better going forward is what it felt like. And I, I hate that we're we're 20 minutes into this, Rudd Dog, and we haven't mentioned Aiden Hutchinson, just how beastly this guy is. I mean, Absolute he's taking stud. on triple teams in this game. Triple stud. teams. And he's still – I mean, the guy has a motor unlike uh, – I'm, the the last guy I can remember with a motor like this, Nick Bosa kind of has a motor like this. T.J. Watt has a pretty good motor. Uh, Kyle Vandenbosch in his younger years uh, had a motor mm. like this too. Uh, but man, Hutch, he just keeps going and going and going. He doesn't just care if he gets knocked going. down by three guys. He'll get up. Nope. He still and he still is able to affect the play even on the backside of run plays too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is commanding so much attention, uh, which Was- is great. He but carried man, that first I really want Lee McNeil to start ste- stepping up more. I was disappointed I was, in his performance tonight. Here's what I'll say. Hutch showed he's the top dog. He ca- basically carried that pass rush in the first half. Like he oh, was yeah. the only one. Honestly, I was kind of like well, can we get like Houston in there instead of James he- or Charles Harris cuz like I- he looks like okay but like he he just looks slow compared to like Houston out there <laughs> like I don't know. Like, I felt like we need a little more speedball packages early on or something. Cause, like, but, like, that O line for the Chiefs played really well. And I think they are going to be probably marked as one of the top O lines in the league this year. Uh, it's a really good offense. Well, like, they're probably going to yeah. be. I mean, they're very. And they, they played a really good game. McNeil, McNeil did get some good rushes, but I was a little disappointed too. But, like, most of that O line, our D line was kind of held in check for that game i felt like it wasn't just like even hutch like hutch couldn't get home ever like hutch was just affecting everything but he never really actually was the one he never well we didn't sack mahomes god that was frustrating but like (laughs) he's really hard to sack (laughs) well especially when you got a line like that like who is playing that well like and that freaking uh dude with his major kickback and all that oh i I wanted to get in a ref I mean, major kickback and lining up like half a like a whole know. yard illegally. That's on the Lions coaching staff more. The Lions coaching staff should point that out to the referees if it's not being called. I, guess, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like they should have done a little better job with it. I mean, but still, it's on the refs to not allow that. I mean, the guy was the guy was like standing three yards in the backfield by the time the ball was snapped. Um, honestly, wow. too, like the refs let them get away with so much holding on that front. They were yes, like just too. oblivious. It was actually like it was really weird to watch. Like the whole the penalties and stuff in that game were called like in a really inconsistent, weird way. Like I swear there was like a stretch there where they weren't calling anything, 
and then they started calling like really like homer things while they were missing blatant holds on mcneil and like calling ticky tack pass interference and then like not calling all these stuff on the chiefs and then all of a sudden it was like at the end they just started calling the game and like all right and like they got catch or maybe the chiefs were just couldn't hide it anymore because we were finally putting the pressure was getting there or something but like all of a sudden they were calling all these penalties especially the, the, the game the false start at the end hilarious to finally call that on well that <laughs> was like, this has been guys do it all game and now you call it this really kind of i mean i'm glad to have it but he jumped he definitely jumped like but like he did it in other parts of the game too they didn't call like not not as blatant as that one though that one was a know, full was good beat he was the only one moved back for like a good half yard before on that third and 20 play he he very obviously did it and they didn't call it so that, that we referenced with the kirby so Joseph yeah thing. i guess i just missed that but like yeah i mean these refs were not calling a consistent game it felt a bit homerish at times but then the, they kind of like evened out down the stretch and what someone was talking about the head of referees talking about cheating or something yeah with the, the with the so i mean they have the you know the ex head referee that now is you know, he, he just assists on broadcasts for oh, any right. officiating questions and he said the guy was Juwan taylor was clearly illegally lining up every play because your head has to be wow. over the center's waist and it was clearly not over the center's waist not even remotely close you're right then that is on kind of the line staff to not point that out well, maybe they did i don't know maybe, the yeah, maybe refs just we said, don't know if they did but oh well it seems really but bizarre. You know what? Another big thing. We overcame penalties. We overcame a turnover. Like we overcame things in this game. And like this team this team just looks steady. Though I do want to say I think Dan Campbell might have made a a gaffe. I'm very curious to see if anyone asks him about this. But last I checked, you get a free first down when you get defensive holding, and for yeah. some reason we declined it to get second and two <laughs> I, yeah for three I don't extra see how yards that's more, yeah i don't see how that's a more advantageous to a fresh set of downs and we almost didn't get it <laughs> like, i agree with you i did not understand the decision by dan campbell either maybe he was told I, something different on the field i don't know it was really weird uh, it was i thought there was maybe a rule change or something because it seems yeah, like but a we no looked, brainer we looked before you and i both did and we couldn't find anything about any no. rule changes i don't remember it either in this offseason uh, that seems any, like a no-brainer take the penalty yeah like that was really maybe weird. he just wanted to keep the momentum or something. i have no idea that was just that was weird i'm curious someone's got to ask him about that very strange also like, i thought the i thought the defensive pass interference was a terrible call too the the big oh, one on that, Sutton yeah yeah he's playing the ball that was bullshit playing the ball didn't even extend the arm to push the receiver he, I mean yeah he just kind of bumped into him this, a little bit I as mean he was you see this around. in the NFL all the time though bad throws Ticky get tack. rewarded bad throws get re- underthrown balls get rewarded true <laughs> the ticky tack call the, it best the Raiders under John Gruden literally had it was in their playbook just run a deep throw because they know on tape that this cornerback's not going to turn his head, then under oh, throw it underneath yeah. just so it's in the area, have the receiver stop and just get whacked by the cornerback and take the defense faster for your score. Aaron Rodgers uh, was like the king of that shit. It was so frustrating. Yeah. It, that's the bad part about having the rule like that compared to like college where it's 15 yards. Uh, I agree. Cause that was, they did not deserve those yards. That was bullshit. No. It was great coverage by Sutton. I, yeah, I agree, and I thought Sun played a really good game. I mean, the this you can see in this game the difference in our secondary in one oh, game compared so to last much. year. Wow, I mean, we like, mentioned CJ Gardner Johnson being everywhere. Brian Brian Branch obviously getting the pick. Uh, it was actually kind of a breath of fresh air not having Akuda out there in the field, right? Because <laughs> it's such a roller coaster with him over the past few years. Uh, I was curious to see if they would go after Will Harris when Brian Branch came out, but they did not. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you know, Jerry J- Jacobs held his own uh, in this game. He's a, he's a great Literally like that one third fourth cornerback on a roster. Uh, I'm oh, really like I'm really excited. Number two? What's that? You don't like him as our number two? No, I think Mosley offers more upside in that area. So I'm really excited. Oh, we can get him. We back. missed a rookie, by the way. Did we? Yeah, because he deserves props in my – I mean, it wasn't a fumble, but it was a hell of a hit oh, on Khalil? special teams. Khalil Dorsey, that kid show, has shown why he stuck around on this freaking mm-hmm. team. Like, he's a just a freaking honey badger I, out there. Just I believe he forced the fumble out. in the last preseason game against the Panthers. Yep. Uh, and then, time. yeah, and 
I, I didn't think it was a fumble in real time, but I mean, great hit in the open field too, on the special teams. It was. I mean, it's the kind of thing where fumbles happen all the time, though. That's what like Kirby did to people. Just flip them, and the ball starts coming out. <laughs> yeah, it was a hell of a hit. That dude is an absolute gamer. I can't wait to. I think, like, I love that. Like, we have a guy like him and just Stephen Gilmore as like the depth, the dregs of our roster right now. Like mm-hmm. dudes who could probably step in and produce. And those guys like, are in it. Probably get beat, Gilmore but... was inactive. Uh, obviously, Bugs was inactive. Broderick Martin was inactive in this game. I was curious about that. I didn't see the. So Broderick didn't play. I, yeah, I didn't notice him out Correct. there. Benito yeah, Jones got a nice smack on. Uh, Mahomes <laughs> yeah, Mahomes. Once. Yeah. Well, that, that was, was a... great. He just bowled him over. <laughs> that was probably the worst part about our defense: just allowing Patrick Mahomes to constantly move around the pocket and get those rushing yards. Uh, the hardest thing That's about that, does. though, is they did a good job, though, like of rushing. They were trying to be disciplined, but it just didn't matter. Well, the blocking was really too good, too, at the same time. They weren't beating their blocks, so their disciplined rush still had holes in it. Like, Yeah. That was a big problem. But, I mean, it, was, it wasn't like a huge problem. He beat it, like had that one great drive in the first half, and I don't remember him running a whole ton on us down the stretch. I mean, six for four, 45 yards. Uh... Yeah, and the, it was mostly in the first half. I don't have, the or at least that one drive. It might have been the numbers, one drive in the second right. half. But yeah, I mean, well, they only scored two touchdowns, right? So it was, yeah, it was their second touchdown drive where he just went off on us. Yeah, so annoying. But Definitely. I mean, that's the kind of thing. Like we like, and a lot of that was like, most quarterbacks aren't going to do that, <laughs> and most quarterbacks aren't as duly dangerous as him. Where you know you can afford to put a spy on them if they can run, <laughs> like you know. Right. Not not everyone has the full package like he does. There's very few quarterbacks that can do what he does. And that was like great seeing them go, try to like just tap into that Pat Mahomes magic at the end going fourth and 25 showing desperation and That was very dumb. Freaking, and then not get like I mean I did it, not understand like, it yeah. at all. Do it you was understand your thinking? I think it's just they they I think Pat Mahomes magic has just become that like damn reliable that like they felt like they could actually pull it off <laughs> like for a I second i thought do, they like, were actually i thought oh I'm, every time the man steps back you're nervous you can't ever be like feel like it's like rogers like rogers is the same way like that yeah. like, ability to scramble and keep by time and chuck the ball down the field to talented receivers though i mean you could clearly see he was hurting without a true go-to guy as well so like for we sure. definitely benefited from Kelsey being out. <laughs> like that's so obvious, but like he just didn't have a that like top dog. There was nobody. Like a few guys did pretty good for them, but like there was no one who killed us because no one could really just beat us. They didn't have the talent to just beat any of our guys. Uh, the O line, the trenches was actually the place I felt most neutral at, and I felt a little annoyed by. But I felt like the D line right. actually played a pretty good job. Despite it just didn't look great because they didn't get to Mahomes, but like they stopped the run pretty good, and they did still put pressure a lot of the time, you know. Yeah, and Josh Pascal, huge play on fourth and one. Yes, that was so huge. I can't believe oh they gosh. ran that play because uh, like the a jet sweep or whatever that was. Yeah, uh, and then know. they left Pascal unblocked. I mean, <laughs> oh, that was weird. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was kind of a gift in a way. Uh, instead of the easy sneak, they're they're very good at up the middle. Uh, that was them trying to get too clever. Uh, <laughs> clearly, probably yeah, I think so. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, our teeth are our defense is no joke. Like I, I know, mm-hmm. like they beat us a few times up the middle, but like if we're stop, you know, if we are determined up front in the middle, I don't I don't feel like that's so easy. And that was the thing too. Like even when we weren't getting a great pass rush or like. We oftentimes we were still pretty solid. We weren't getting blown off the ball or anything up front. Like, like they were opening holes and stuff, but like they weren't blowing us off the ball. No, no, not like last year at the beginning of the season. That's for sure. <laughs> no, definitely a different vibe in that regard. Um, I'll be really curious to see how the PFF in grades come regard, out. Man. I do want to. I also want to say Kaminsky had a big play on a Mahomes rush up the middle for a first down. It wasn't a sack, but it was yeah, a huge freaking tackle. Yeah, that's what he does, man. The man makes plays. That was early earlier in the game. Um, he, he was kind of quiet though. Otherwise, game, but, yeah, yeah, I didn't notice him much. But that's uh, right. um, yeah. the game did not have to come down to our kicker, which is nice for the extra points. Uh, always good to see. What do you think Nailed about the? Him. 
What do you think about the David Montgomery experience? 21 carries, 74 yards, uh, but he got the big yards at the end when we needed it. I mean, I didn't feel like they fed him as much as I would have liked to see. I think he could have had a bigger day, but we kind of went away from the run a few times. I mean, they fed him 21 carries. That's a pretty significant (laughs) amount. Was it 21? Wow. I guess we fed him. Maybe the run just was getting stopped more than – because it just seemed like – well, it just seemed like there were times where I felt like we should have run and we didn't. (laughs) But – and it seemed like annoying. We often seem to run right into the teeth of their defense, which right. maybe I, that's like a maybe that's like a, a alpha move or something. But like I, I felt like like that one where uh, Gibbs kind of he kind of pussyfooted a little too much on that power trap up the middle on uh, fourth and two or third and two or whatever mm-hmm. it was where uh, he got tackled short because um, like if they would have just gone like toss it out to the left, there was like no one out there <laughs> like. I just don't I don't understand why do you run at the strength of their defense when you need yards the most? Uh seemed like I mean, especially when you got a guy like Gibbs. Why run him through the everybody instead of just having him beat everybody? Like he's a speedster. Yeah, uh, he actually missed so a touchdown was... run too. He slipped on an easy touchdown run. He had the he had the uh, outside. Yeah. Uh they he scored anyways, though. but uh he he did he slipped uh There was a bit of early. slipping was, going on in was, that uh, game. It was the first uh, drive, I think, actually, and he he had a cut. He had the cut, and he just slipped. I was like, "Oh, he had uh, the wide open who, edge." Uh, Houston would have had a sack if he didn't slip. Uh, and the one where he tangled up in the legs. Oh yeah, like he yeah. But he held ground, on. Though. He held on. He did his. He did what he needed. Yeah, to do. he disrupted it, but it still hit the guy in the hands. <laughs> Which, honestly, that was like. Uh, definitely a storyline of this game because his receivers kind of let Mahomes down a bit. In oh, this game. absolutely! I'm curious how many drops they had. It was a significant portion. <laughs> but I mean, uh, some of that was because we were making him uncomfortable, and he was throwing the ball. Yeah, in the, not the like best places a lot a few times. Like, uh, For sure. granted, with his previous you know stacked roster of like Tyreek and. The other dude, they probably, you know, Kelsey and stuff, they would have probably caught those balls. But, uh, yeah. I'll take um, it. But, man, uh, yeah, uh, just really, I mean, do, did you, did you there anything else you want to touch on in this one, Red Dog? This. I don't, there's, I'm just oh, like, you know, I forgot, I wrote down here, uh, Derek Barnes, I think had a really solid game. Uh, yeah. Really showed improvement from year two to year three. Everything that we've heard about, even seen a little bit. Um, I just... think they like him better as a rundown guy, though. Yeah. I would agree with that. I would agree with I that. I think he's like a, tr- a two-down linebacker for us. You're going to put him on plays where his explosion and strength are just optimized to hunt the run, hunt the ball. Because, like, they pulled him almost immediately for Campbell early. Which was interesting. I mean, I think they were just going to rotate regardless, but like, right. Campbell clearly is like going to be getting more pass coverage duties. Um, he and Bye like he's going to be our he's probably going to be our best pass cover guy. Period. Like in at linebacker, <laughs> though. I mean, they were using Rodrigo in the slot, which I thought was interesting, or at least unless that guy was like the running back out of the backfield or something. I don't. It was a running he, back. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay, I, I think. I, I I liked our linebackers and the way they used them. They thought they played pretty well. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just both sides of the ball, everyone played bad to an extent, but also uh-huh. good. Like we played like, but, but you know, both sides, both teams. Like so, like it kind of washes out, but we came out on top. I think, and we had dog, more actually, talent in this field. I actually skipped over something that I can't believe Ooh, I skipped over. I'm so mad. My, we should probably led with this. So <gasps> apologies, but. Dan freaking Campbell calling for the fake punt on fourth Stubbly. and two on their own yeah, 20 so we about to that? start the game. Uh, just, I mean, that was just proving a point right there to the league. Like, hey, like, our, we might have improved roster, but we're still, you know, you got to be on your toes at all points throughout the game against this team. Yeah. Uh, and like, they were playing, <laughs> uh, like, punt safe and stuff down the line that was hilarious yeah, yeah they weren't even returning the pun by the end they were just like <laughs> we're just gonna play defense <laughs> man i mean dave Taub and the special teams and just the the guts to call these plays is uh i was honestly I, I just love it so much it makes it just from a fan perspective super exciting but also I'm we, a- I, that's why i couldn't believe they went didn't go for it on fourth down at the 40 yard line uh 
on fourth and three, they end up punting it to ten yard line. The Chiefs got it like to the forty yard line and like a few plays later. Um I, I that I was like, right, okay, well, you're aggressive I mean, on the, your own twenty, but not aggressive in opponent territory on the forty. I know we don't well, have a great the kicker, nature of those so. thing well, the nature of those things, especially like a fake punt, is surprise. You can't do it like if you've already done it once. I'm just like, talking about the, the the you're aggressive there, and then you're not aggressive later. I'm when okay. It not arguably always is being more aggressive. important to be. Aggressive. Well, like punting to the, you know, ten yard line is pretty powerful. But like also, like that's the thing. It's all context. Like he called it at a time when, like he couldn't just bear the idea of us stalling out again that early. <laughs> like, like you know, like it just would have. We, we needed to get something going. And it was a reasonable risk, I think, to take, and and it worked, obviously. But like, and and then we scored because of it. Like, but like that's the like that's just, uh, I think, a just solid risk, but strategy too. Like in picking your shots, you you can only do it so often, and you can't always be aggressive. And like, if you can punt down to the ten, that's a great shift of field position, and that's not a bad place to leave. Thirty yards. It was thirty yards. Uh... I don't know. I I wasn't a oh, fan of that. Decision I don't. I'm not even say. sure which one you're talking about. I don't know. Like, but I, I'm fine with that. Like, we you pin them real deep and yeah, it was um third quarter. It's fourteen to fourteen. The Lions have third and three. Jared Goff throws an incomplete pass, a short right to uh, Josh Reynolds, and then fourth and three, they punt it thirty yards to Kansas City ten. Uh when they're at the Kansas City forty, I just was not a fan of that. I, and I, I don't, I don't know, think like, the math definitely where it doesn't is not a fan. of I it. think Dan Campbell is a bit of in- intuitive. I don't think he's a big math guy. Like I think he's gonna call his shots based on how he feels it needs to work in the moment. Like, and here's the thing: well, the next just drive was through that, the pass interference and then the field. But like, goal by the you Chiefs, can so. call. What was that? No, I'm just telling you the point of the game. Next, the next drive was the pass interference and the Chiefs got a field goal. Oh, okay. I mean, but like, yeah, it took a a lucky bad call for them to score. Like, <laughs> it was it was a good. I think I'm not mad about that kind of call. Like, pick your times. Uh, I would have been fine if they went for it too. But I don't. I mean, especially if like you just called a play that like because that one Reynolds should have caught. That would have been a first down too. I don't know. My dad said it should. It was bang bang, and it wasn't on Reynolds, but it hit him right in the hands, didn't it? Like uh... he needed to catch it and run. It, it was low, like at his knees, but. I thought his hands were there. Yeah, and Goff missed a couple of those. Like at the, near the end of the first half, I thought he had a a throw that he uh, missed. That could yeah, have he maybe had a couple. Set him up, but yeah, but I thought he played an overall solid game. Like usually, when he had time and he could deliver the ball, it, something good happened. Uh, for the most part, uh, but I mean, it was uh, kicking off the rust game one. I'm not going to hold every incomplete pass against them, and they weren't like I didn't see I am. just throws. I am. There was one that got batted down, and I'm like, maybe that was for the best. Because, like, who the absolute hell was he throwing to? <laughs> there was, like, it was all – because he tried to throw to the right side of the field. I, it was, like, later in the game, I think. And, like, everybody was covered. All There was only red jerseys from Goff's point of view. Like, I, I don't know what he was throwing to. <laughs> I, maybe there was a slant about to break out or something. I don't know. But, like, I was like, oh, jeez. But I mean, he was good with the ball. He didn't. He didn't make any no know, super risky turnovers. throws. No, no turnovers. turnovers when Goff doesn't have a turnover, he we usually win the game. Like <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. I mean, the only turnovers this game was Jared Jones fumble, and then right. the, and then the Chiefs had one big one, and it was a pick six. So that was so big that we did not lose the turnover battle, um, and we actually turned into more points than the opponent team. And uh, another, another good point uh, that a producer Pat Mahomes made. let down by his receiver. Our, produ- our producer Kid J is making a good point too. The Chiefs five for seven in the first half on third down, but the Lions made some adjustments in the second half because they went zero for seven on third down in the second half. The Chiefs. I think a big part of that was they were well. Actually, it was weird. It almost seemed like they were like giving them shorter downs. I think the Chiefs like long third downs. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and the Lions don't historically. At least historically. That's, a, that's the feeling uh, amongst Lions fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I mean, that would be the case historically, uh, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, not wow. so much anymore. Man. Because uh, we did I mean, have just, a few, like, long. I mean, but Rudd Dog, there was just. 
the the way Dan Campbell leads his team, I just love. Uh, Absolutely, this the, everybody on this team hustles the whole way through. It's very cohesive, mm-hmm. um, very collaborative. Uh, you know, obviously they weren't playing their best, but nobody's getting down on each other. You don't see people screaming at each other in the sideline um, because they know they know everybody's like giving it a hundred percent. They'll make the adjustments yeah. as necessary. Um, and now we got some of the skill to match. Even like the guys in like, the past couple of years that maybe didn't have quite the skill uh, still play that way. They bring in these guys. They know the type of player they want. I think that's why they pass on a guy like Jalen Carter, who does, does definitely does not fit the mold of a guy that, oh, absolutely. like a Hutch, who has that type of motor that's going to come out every play and play balls to the wall. I think that's why they like Kaminsky, for instance, or even Pascal. Uh, or like so, uh, Tamir Gibbs, who they drafted. Gibbs, CJ Gardner Johnson is like the epitome of it as well. And coming as a free agent, it's just massive man. I hope I hope he could stick God. around longer than a year. <laughs> I'm already falling in love with him. Man. Really I am even. too. <laughs> He's so good. Like uh, and having him roaming back there just makes me feel so much safer. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like and like Kirby. Did we see too, Tracy uh, in this game? Walker. I didn't notice him at any point. I did not um, either. And, and actually, I was kind of surprised because they when he when uh, G- uh, Branch came out, they they kept uh, CJ at safety and put in Will Harris mm-hmm. instead in the nickel. Which, I mean, they like I said, I thought they were going to target him, but I, I don't think they did. <laughs> but <laughs> they did not know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't see Tracy in there. I, I like. I think he's going to play this year. Like, he'll find his way in somehow. But. He will, yeah. He'll play, come at some point. Uh, I just, yeah, like, I, I thought he'd maybe rotate in at some point in this game, but he did not. But that's all right. I mean, I guess you just want those supreme ball hawks out there at all times when you're facing a guy like Mahomes. <laughs> like, you, you right. have a much better chance. I mean, granted, Tracy was starting to develop into one towards before his injury. Um, but uh, no, and that's I felt a little bad because I watched the Inside the Den today, and, and it featured his recovery story, and I was really like, I, I oh, they do a good job in that. Uh, I'm I'm gonna be able to catch up with all of it. I know you're a big fan of it. Well, yeah, it's like it's exactly what I hoped it would be. It's basically Hard Knocks, but like a little more intimate, a little more spread out, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think even better in some ways. It's not just summer. Like we're gonna get. I think we're gonna keep doing it through the season, which will be cool. Oh, nice. And I don't know if that's for sure. I'm just guessing. But uh, I mean, they they did it right up to now. Uh, episode five came out today. I highly recommend Lions fans watch. It was just really enjoyable. You see what Tracy came back from with his Achilles and see his cute kid and working out and stuff. <laughs> and, but like, just you know, uh, it might not be get you pumped as much anymore because we just won against the chiefs but (laughs) (sighs) nothing could pump us more up more than that oh my god i'm still like we beat the chiefs today like freaking a game in kansas city on their banner night oh my god uh i i brought this up uh you were you were uh you just couldn't make it but uh the arrowhead attic podcast that i went on the you know we're we're part of sideline reports it's part of fan sided and arrowhead attic's kind of the flagship podcast on fan sided anyways we went on there um because they have like a hundred thousand followers, they got a big following. Um, oh wow! But anyways, we went on there. I told them uh, the left tackle, uh, why oh John Donovan Smith. I told them the guy is going to blow it for you at some point in this game, and <laughs> he had that big holding call at in the mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter that put him in Charles second Harris, and twenty. Best play of the game. It was, it was. <laughs> but man, Donovan Smith has led the league last year in penalties, and they're telling, "Oh no, that was just a one-off year." Blah blah blah. No, man, I'm telling you, this, this, and a lot. Seventy percent of those penalties came in the fourth quarter. Uh, that was so such guy, a huge play. It was a huge. It was huge. Um, so and 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 after we got off, I listened a little more to their podcast. They're like, "No way, they're gonna lose on banner night. They, these lines are pretty good, but <laughs> you got Patrick freaking Mahomes, man. Like, blah 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 blah. Even without Kelsey, without Christian, like, man, they did not listen to a word we said. <laughs> they did not listen. I can't play. Like, oh, you're relying on. But, uh... Yeah, they also said like, oh, you're. Re- I hear a lot of reliance on rookies. Like, uh, that's never gonna work out well. Like, look how now. good our rookies played in this game. <laughs> so damn good. Like. This is like 
I, like one of the ro- only rookie classes I've ever seen where like you just know your first four picks are all home runs like without even having them see the field but now that you see them see the field it's just like okay yeah that's what we were expecting and it's so glorious <laughs> yeah and, and the reviews on it was like 50 50 it was either like I love these players um or like pff, a running back at 12 a linebacker at 18 like such close-minded thinking yeah, the, yeah people I, I, those people don't know our team they don't know the Lions. Could. No, our team. Well, no, it's not just that. It's like they they say these stupid like rules of thumb that people go by for like drafting, right? Like, oh, you don't. It's positional value, blah blah blah. And then they just like ignore like plenty of cases where hyper successful players are drafted at those positions very high. Like Devin White was instrumental in a Tampa Bay Super Bowl, drafted in the top ten at linebacker. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, there's there's that's I I feel like there's more, but like that's just like. There's these good players get drafted. And like look at that Nick Bolton is for the Chiefs defense. Like really good linebackers really are good. really valuable. Like it's just so silly. If it's a great player, it's a great player. Like this positional value is nonsense. Yeah, Nick it's Bolton all- was all over the field. That guy is really good. Um Yeah, he oh. is. And so was that Trent McDuffie. He was real tough. Oh yeah. He led their team in tackles, actually. I, I liked him a lot. Uh, I believe he was out of Washington. I did too. He's a second. Real big athletic kid, yeah. And he Where looks real good. Bolton come from? George Skoloftis actually had a pretty good game, too. That kind of surprised me. Uh, yeah. I, I thought mean, we'd be able to neutralize him a little more than we did. A little bit early on. I don't. Did he do much down the stretch? I didn't know. He had some tackles. Um, Nick Seven Bolton tackles? was. Oh, he's a second-round pick out of Missouri. I thought Karloftis would be a pretty a solid lower. player, though, coming out. I, I mean, I'm not surprised he's decent. Like He was a first-round draft pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a high I mean, motor guy, um, and he's a high motor guy. He's not just a speed guy; he's a power guy. Like I don't know, like kind of reminds me of Pascal a little bit. Um, yeah, a little bit, but he had a decent game. You know, just that sort of stocky powerhouse DN type who's got some burst. Yeah, th- their defense played much better than I was anticipating, against, uh, especially too, against man. our offensive line. I think we've mentioned that throughout the podcast. But I think our offensive line wasn't expecting them to play that good. I think they. I think that's our offensive line was humbled in this game, which maybe a is a bit. good thing. You know, yeah. everybody's hyping up, including us, like top five offensive line. Well, they didn't play like a top offensive line tonight. That's for sure. But it looked like two really good trenches battling it out is what it really looked like. You're right, though. Like. It didn't look impressive on their front, but all throughout the game they actually did win the battle at the end, and we ground it down right to the end zone to get the final score with a great running drive, ran the clock out, like they and they kept golf clean a lot of the time. But you know, I just think the way the Chiefs play, the way they attack, it's so aggressive and fast that like just sometimes we were overwhelmed a little bit. Like duh, we know uh, David Montgomery was overwhelmed a little bit on one. <laughs> right. <laughs> that, I don't like I respect his tripping penalty cuz you got like you can't just let Do you think he tripped him? He like fell he, and then the guy kind of ran into him. Up. He kicked his legs up. I mean, but there was a blatant tr- miss tripping call on Hutch in this game. Like they literally kicked oh him in the God. damn stomach. Yeah, no, there's so much bad. Hutch had a nasty game. swim move, and the guy stuck his leg out to prevent that him from getting the quarterback. Away with, yeah, that line was getting away with murder, like for so much of that game. I couldn't even believe they got the call. We got the calls we did at the end. Like that was like weird. I, almost like maybe the NFL was finally like, it's time. You've well, I guess in some ways, though, you should expect that when you're on the road uh, against the defending Super Bowl champs, and the lines have well. In their history, really won nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get those calls until you start winning and proving yourself. Like, doesn't this feel like, in like, if like there were multiple timelines, like there's another one where like we messed up and lost this game, and like, Tony like, catches the ball, and we're living on like the moral, like uh, the moral win of like staying tough with the Chiefs, and and like now our season's off to sort of an annoying start, and like. We're probably not going to have a great first half. You know, like, we're probably, like, it's just, how many seasons have we been, like, where that first game, we have a great opportunity to really just find some momentum and we just blow it? Like, I feel like that script has played itself out so many times, but it didn't this time. And, like, that is just, like, that means so much. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm trying to remember uh, our first game. I'm trying to pull up last year what happened in our first game. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. First game was the Eagles. 
Oh, yeah, and that was another heartbreaker, 38-35. Uh, well, right, exactly. We win that game, maybe the season goes a different direction, you know? Like, uh-huh. maybe we, we string together a few more. Though, like, last year, we were still thin. Like, like, and, you know, I forgot. Like, last year, oh, we yeah. had two crucial injuries early that basically, like, tanked our defense because we didn't have enough talent to really cover the holes when no. Tracy Walker went down and when uh, Kaminsky went down. Like... I just was like now, like I feel like we not that I want to lose anybody, but we can afford to lose some people, you know, and replace them. We have depth, we have talent. Like this Definitely. felt like two powerhouse teams duking it out tonight. That's what it felt like. It didn't feel like a scrappy underdog who managed about, to punch up. How about if the season starts with the Lions and Chiefs and it ends with the Lions and Chiefs in the Super oh, Bowl? Let's go. And we win, that'd be great. You know, the NFL has those. I actually like the NFL's uh, marketing this year with those, uh, with Michael Keegan Key kind of leading like this, like they. It's like a script reading. It's like a roundtable script reading of all the players, and they're like talking about the script for the hundred fourth NFL season. Oh, and they're throwing all these jokes around. They're like they're like, oh, we should cut that Mahomes guy out of the script. He's like, come <laughs> on, man. <laughs> oh, I've, is that what the, I've seen? Like this, like that script stick sketch yeah. going around but i haven't seen the key and peel aspect of it yet De- definitely go on youtube and watch some red dog uh they're they're, they're pretty funny uh it's kind of funny the nfl leaning into their own conspiracy theory <laughs> right uh, exactly everyone thinks it's rigged let's just make a big joke out well, of it <laughs> I, I mean you gotta respect it. even roger goodell uh right before the game in his interview uh mike tarico asked oh so w- w- what's the score for tonight what, what uh it's in your pocket somewhere right <laughs> he's like oh yeah i left it at home though the script (laughs) so i don't know if you have to respect it but uh it's a it's a interesting it's a bold move i guess (laughs) i guess it depends on if it's true or not (laughs) yeah i'll be i think where the nfl is headed i know this is way not related to game at all but they are also asking Roger goodell like do you think a an international team will ever have like its own Oh yeah, which I He's think it will. I think it's definitely going to happen at some point, especially in London. They're going to have their own team for sure. Um, That'd be interesting. But I, I think where it, I think their goal eventually is: do you have an international league, a U.S. league, and then a true, true worldwide Super Bowl where the U.S. plays the international team? I don't like or, that, but well, I think or that's like my the U.S. plays like the European league or something. That's what I'm saying. Like international so because they're playing games in germany <laughs> i like uh, it the u.s would dominate for decades <laughs> I know. I, it's an like, american sport though like it would take forever for other countries to catch up with the talent and the process the system we have for generating oh talent. yeah <laughs> right but i i mean i think american like th- if those teams have a i don't know how that would work but like anyway, they would draft sorry, out of our tangent. college system or something yeah exactly so that that would that'd be weird. I mean, that's where people go if they don't make the pros. Sometimes they go overseas to play. Um, but anyways, that, that's a that's a tangent we don't need to go on right now. But um, but anyways, Rudd Dog, I just want to say because uh, we're gonna wrap it up here soon. Just the Lions did not play their best game by a wide margin of what this team is nope. capable of. They went into a hostile environment and still got the victory. Yes, they and did. It's a great coaching victory too because. Uh, of all the coaching points they can make to improve, it's like those are the type of wins they they love. Oh, like, let's win with so, but then we can yell at them tomorrow about a lot absolutely. of absolutely winning ugly is is the, you're right. That's like a coach's Christmas present. Like you get the Definitely. win, and now you have you get to build on all these little points. But I mean, this is I've never been this. I've been obviously we were always jazzed up for week one. Uh, but right. this was a different feeling. The Lions getting this national stage so different. It's so unique. Uh, it's the first time they ever played the first game of the season, uh, and the, like and they, they delivered. They delivered. I feel like they did deliver. I feel like the national stage might help with like the Kool Aid a little bit, like because like the Kool Aid always is gonna you know make us super excited and optimistic, but like maybe not see exactly where our weaknesses are. But like this is this year, like you're getting like it, it feels so different because you can see just like from end to end this organization. Like I'm just gonna hype up Sheila for Ford a little bit because Ham Ford, like she has just done an amazing job assembling this organization from top to bottom, and that's that's the real difference. Like you know, 
that it's substantial because it's not like just putting like m- mm-hmm. makeup on a pig, you know, like it's, it's, it's a full end to end rebuild with like, r- like really like cutting edge. Like I think just like leadership skills and, and mentality and like, and it's just amazing. Like, and you can see it like, and it's on the, now on the other end of the field, you're, the roster they've assembled, the talent. It's so obvious. Like, Sure, you know, maybe we're not as strong as we think, but we're clearly strong. You know, it's just we don't know how just how much we are, but this is clearly different. This is and the and everyone in the world kind of recognizing it and getting that hype. Like that doesn't just come without, you know, where there's smoke there's fire. And I think it's clear that there's some fire in Detroit right now, baby. Absolutely. And and you know, her first tire was Chris Spielman. Brilliant. Just I think that's at the tone right away. The first tire 100%. that you make, like that's like so cool. Like you have Sheila at the top. You got Brad or Spielman, then freaking Dan Campbell, Brad Holmes, like just superstars at every level. Like unreal. It's it's mm-hmm. so good. I'm ah <laughs> so happy right now. <laughs> well, Red Dog, it's gonna be hard to go to sleep tonight. No, uh, you're not kidding. But we'll have this podcast up and ready for everybody in the yeah. morning. Uh so I hope you appreciate what you heard tonight. I want to thank our producer, Kid J, who's actually on the East Coast right now. So he's staying even a little later uh, to get this out in the morning. Uh, hey. I, so I want to thank our thing. producer, Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. Kid J. There's usually more than two of us to do that, but uh, <laughs> not tonight. Nope. Man. Uh, I feel like Mahomes trying to do it without Kelsey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man, but Red Dog, uh, our bones are gonna be. I, I, my body's gonna. I don't know. I'm, I don't. Even, I'm, trying to find the words. I'm trying to find the words to just to relay how excited I am gonna be throughout the night and just tomorrow heading into the week. I, we get to watch Sunday. The Lions are the first in the entire NFL. They have the best record in the NFL right now. We are. We're, <laughs> we're, the, we're the leader of the pack, baby. <laughs> Undefeated. Um, but it's always nice when, especially when they win early in the week and then you just like sit back and watch the games on Sunday knowing like the Lions already did their job for this week. And now I just get to watch the other teams like maybe kind of evaluate ourselves amongst the others, but yeah. And Dan Campbell gets the part he kept talking about the long rest before the, yeah, that's great. Having a Thursday game to start is great because now we get 10 days rest in between this game and the next one. Yeah. We're going to be rearing to go for them Seahawks. Uh, the Lions have three Thursday games this year, uh, it's, which is a little interesting. But because um, then they they have uh, Packers in three weeks uh, at the end of September, uh, that'll be a good one. I think we have. Um, four then Thanksgiving is the other one. What's that? Four primetime games in total. I heard. Four primetime games. Uh, That's what I heard. They said on the broadcast tonight. Yeah, I mean, there's this one. Then there's the Thursday night against Green Bay. Monday night against the Raiders. Uh, I guess Thanksgiving isn't primetime technically. No. Um, then they have the Saturday night game against Dallas. That's the second to last game of the season. Wow. So, um, but there's also the possibility to be flexed. Like, they play Denver in middle uh, December. Oh, you can flex, flex any of these games, too, uh, later in the year. Uh, so. uh, do we have – we'll flex. We're going to be flexed because people are going to want to see what the Lions are doing. I think so, especially when we're going for the first undefeated season ever mm-hmm. uh, in Week 18 against Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, well, Week yeah. 18 against Minnesota, you know, that could have playoff implications. Division yeah, I mean, it's it's bonkers that we play Minnesota two of the last three games of the year. That's really bizarre. Uh, Can we? Oh, my God. Yeah, Christmas Eve and then uh, week after New Year's. That is weird. Didn't it's we really bizarre like scheduling. Wasn't there another schedule that Early. Talking, talking to microphone. Wasn't that earlier? Or did we did that something like that last year too? Didn't we? Where we played one of our division teams within like three weeks, twice. Oh, we did something like that. Uh, looking. Nope. No, nope, I don't know. That, that sounds like a scenario I've heard. Anyway, it's, it's probably happened at some point. It, yeah, it's sure, just but not that's often. A lot of wait till those last three games. Jeez. Yeah. But Green Bay and Chicago play each other this weekend, so that'll be interesting to watch. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, so Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid, Twitter at Drinking Lions, follow us on there. Let us know your thoughts about this first victory. 
uh, and just your overall thoughts about the you know going into week two where the Lions will be hosting in that place, Rudd Dog, especially after this victory. Oh, it's I, gonna be I, I hope they tighten the screws on the roof because it's about to blow off. Uh, it's going to be enough. It is going to be so loud in there, especially this is a revenge game. The Lions had an True. insane game last year, 48-45 loss at home to the Seahawks. Um, that was so frustrating. And no punting. I, I don't. I Geno Smith is not Patrick Mahomes. Uh, no. And I, I really like that matchup for the Lions. Uh, I don't know if there's a line out on it right now. I don't see <laughs> one. Uh, I'm just looking at ESPN sometimes, but the Lions, but I don't see it here. But they're giving the Lions 60% chance to win that one. Well, I, I'm going to predict right now that our defense will play better than last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's not that saying much. That might alone get us the win, though. That's not saying much. That we was the put, only difference last year. We, we can put some like cones us. out there to trip them and have better yeah, results right? almost. So. <laughs> Turn on the AC. That might yeah, a fan or whatever. But, man, Rudd Dog, I'm glad we could hop on tonight. Uh, we're going to be oh, doing yeah. this the rest of the season, too. We're going to be having our uh, reactions the day of the game, get the podcast out the next day. Um, look for the next podcast to come out Tuesday around uh, to pre- to preview the upcoming uh, week's game against Seattle. Maybe we'll have one or two mixed in throughout if we have a special guest. Uh, but right now, that's what we're kind of planning on. So, uh, if I'm missing anything, thank you to Sideline Report for hosting the podcast. Greatly appreciate that. Uh, SidelineReport.com. Um, other than that, you know, uh, I know Connor, Bob, and UJ are all super pumped as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, and the Kool Aid has never flown more especially after a week one victory than it is right now against the super bowl champs <laughs> damn straight well thank you everybody for listening we greatly appreciate you and last but not least as always go go Field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a lion's victory. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.